Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy, and you have entered into the fix. Hello, 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 and welcome back. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy. It is always, always, always a, a wonderful opportunity for me to sit here in front of this microphone and share um, uh, what uh, what encourages me in hopes that it would encourage you. And uh, today's title is exactly that, um, Inspiration That Inspires, Right? Inspiration that inspires is what we're going to chat about today, and I'm trying to do better on getting right into things. Laura tells me that's that's the one thing she needs from me, so let's go ahead and just do this, right? So, and we'll cover some things um, afterwards on how to reach me, but inspiration that inspires. So today, I want to look at four areas with respect to inspiration. I want to look at what it is. I want to look at why it is necessary. I also want to explore where does inspiration come from? Who is infected or affected by it? It can be infected as well, but who is affected by it? And finally, steps to getting and staying inspired, right? Uh, what good is it becoming something that is a good thing, like inspiration, without staying that way? So the first thing we want to do is understand what is inspiration. And for those of us who are in recovery and have gone through that journey and we understand how we were lacking inspiration, we were, we were on a train to nowhere and ready to crash if we hadn't crashed already, very little inspired us because we didn't know how to translate in a healthy way the events that happened in our life for the things that we saw or experienced. So what is inspiration? And so as I go to, you know, either uh, uh, Webster Merriman or in this case, a dictionary.com, I want to I break these words down, break this word down and see if we can make some sense of it today. So what is inspiration? Well, Inspiration, there, there's a few little headings underneath. The first thing that's listed is it's a, an inspiring or animating action or influence. Inspiring or animating action or influence. It's also something inspired as, as an idea. It could be the result of inspired activity, something that we're doing. And it could be a thing or a person that inspires. 
that is what inspiration is defined as. I really like how they separated it out from a theological perspective. And from that theological perspective, it is a divine influence directly and immediately exerted upon the mind or the soul. I like that, don't you? A divine influence directly and immediately exerted upon the mind or the soul. Or the divine quality of the writings or words of a person so influenced. You know, i so encouraged by that theological perspective because as a person of recovery, the, the thing that was really lacking in my life was spiritual inspiration. You know, I remember literally when I lived in Las Vegas going to the top of a mountain and, and screaming out to God, where are you? I was so disconnected and so alone and so afraid. My despair was so great. And I was still at this point probably 18 months from seeing recovery for my first time. But I remember going to this mountain and screaming, just trying to find some divine influence to be immediately, as the definition says, exerted upon my mind or soul. I was so, so lost. And then when I come into the program of recovery, the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, again, through Gamblers Anonymous was my initial contact, I understood there is one who has all power. That one is God. May you find him now. Half measures availed us nothing. We stood at the turning point. We asked his care and protection with complete abandon. And then it says, here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. That was quoting from um, uh, how it works from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. And that is that theological perspective that is so necessary for us to understand. So then, why? Why is it necessary? What is it? And why is it necessary? This is, this is my opinion. This is my view. You can do whatever you want with it. You can apply it. You can expand on it. You can adjust it. You can do whatever you want with it. I just want to share uh, what inspiration that inspires me is all about. And hopefully you can relate as well. Why is it necessary? Well, I really believe that without being inspired or without inspiration, things become old and they're no longer refreshing. We become stale and, and stop finding it, finding anything desirous to grow. We're just sort of stuck, you know, in, in this rut. And I've, I've defined a rut before. Uh, a rut is a grave with both ends kicked out of it. And if we don't get out of the rut, we will die there. You know, and and the idea of 
of something or me becoming stale. You know, have you ever noticed there's a, um, uh, a place um, called the Dead Sea? And it's the Dead Sea because there is no outlet. And if you look at anything, any pond, any anything that only has a way for the water to get in, but no way for it to get out, um, it at some point it becomes unless you clean that, unless you uh, irrigate that, unless you do something to purify that, at some point that water just becomes undrinkable. Whereby, if you see a stream, a brook especially when the water is running over the rocks. It's so clear and so fresh and so pure uh, to drink. That's what inspiration is and why we need to be inspired. Because if we're not, if we don't have continual inspiration growing through us, going through us, we will become stale. And that's just been my experience. And I, I hope you understand, and it, at least you agree or you've experienced that as well. And that's why I think it's necessary. So I don't become stale, and I don't want to stop growing. Number three, where does inspiration come from? Well, <laughs> that's that. I think this is one of the most exciting things about this. Inspiration comes from everyone and everything all the time it, it it's it, it's as available as i want it to be we can easily find inspiration in in nature people thoughts books experiences you can you can add to that list forever. Inspiration comes from all those places. You know, inspiration sometimes can come from some some of the most mundane things. Uh, I was mowing my lawn, right? Pretty mundane, pretty boring. Got to be done. I enjoy it because I I enjoy having a nice yard. People seeing that I care about my property and and it's really just a reflection of me in terms of wanting to build and keep things nice and and I have the availability and I make the time uh, to get those things done. But I, I was mowing my lawn and there's this wonderful friend of mine, Christopher Bates in California, and he has a ranch and and I know how much he likes to be out on his tractor and doing things. And and as I was mowing the lawn, so and and that's really nature and, and a personal activity or experience, um, and and I thought of Christopher because I knew that he loves that as well. He loves to get out and to make things nice and to to maintain. And so my inspiration, I was inspired to care for for him, and and I just I went on and I messaged him and said, Hey man, I just I. I, I just want you to know that I love you and I was thinking about you and I and I hope you are well and he responded in in, in like and it was just nice uh, but I was inspired by nature I was in, inspired by an activity which inspired me about a person about a friend and so again inspiration 
it's it comes in all shapes, all sizes, in 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 all directions. Again, inspiration comes from everyone and everything all the time. The next thing is who is affected by it? Well, I believe that the number of people affected by our inspiration is only limited by our personal outreach. I I really believe that we even we even inspire people we have never nor will ever meet. We we just don't know. The number of people again affected by our inspiration is only limited by our personal outreach. You know, especially nowadays we live in this this world of uh, social media we're reaching out and we're connecting and contacting with people all over the world in different time zone and different ethnicities and different nationalities and different backgrounds of all shapes and all sizes. And we have this effect and ability nowadays that 10 years, we didn't have 20 years, it was unthinkable. 30 years, it was only a pipe dream by some, you know, some some uh, computer specialist locked up in a room and, and, and it was people would think they were crazy, you know, thinking that we could connect the way that we connect today and we actually take it for granted. But we we have the ability to inspire and it is only limited by the amount of outreach we want to engage in. We inspire people that we don't even know we are inspiring. We think that we're inspiring a particular friend of ours, but they have a friend or an acquaintance that we're not even aware of. And, and this person that we inspire tells someone that they were inspired and they share their inspiration with them. All of a sudden, our inspiration, you know, is birthing grandchildren and great-grandchildren, as it were, as it's second and third down the line. And it's only limited by our personal outreach. Number five, steps to getting inspiration or inspired. The first thing we have to do, and this sounds very basic, is we need to understand the value of inspiration. Because why would you go get something that you didn't find valuable? You know, people people dig for diamonds and treasures, perceived treasures all the time. You've seen them out there in their metal, metal, uh, metal detectors out on the beach or out and about in nature, you know, and they're looking for something and, and the detector only signals them when there's a particular type of metallic or object. They don't care about the other things because they don't have value to them. Or if they do find something that is erroneously, you know, where it erroneously would trigger the, the sensor on the metal detector, they, they simply discard it because to them there is no value in it. So understand the value of inspiration and what it does for us. The next thing in steps to getting inspiration 
begin or continue to view each experience as an opportunity to be inspired. Just go back to my mowing the lawn experience. You know, on the surface, that's pretty mundane. It would appear to be, and yet that experience inspired me to express caring for another person who then reciprocated that feeling because he was inspired to reciprocate and to share his regard for me. Isn't that wonderful? So each experience, we have an opportunity to be inspired. And then the next thing is when, when we're inspired, we, we need to feel the power of inspiration from within. We take something that would be generated from the outside and it translates to power within us. And that's really where it has its own value because it even validates you and me in understanding how important we are to creation and to God at large. And then the next thing, steps to getting inspiration or inspired. You know, we, we do that to share the inspiration with others. That inspires me when I share inspiration. That's why this is called inspiration that inspires. That's the natural progression because something that is inspirational within should travel without. And sharing is my most important obligation. Because again, going back to the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, number one, obviously you can't transmit something that you haven't got. So if I want to transmit uh, or inspire each other, someone else, then I need to have inspiration. Also, there's a phrase or saying in recovery that says, if if I want to keep it, I've got to be willing to give it away. It's a spiritual principle. You know, step 12 of recovery is having had a spiritual uh, uh, awakening as a result of these steps. We tried to carry this message to alcoholics and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Even in the preamble of Alcoholics Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous is a fellowship of men and women who share their experience, strength, and hope with each other that we might solve our common problem and to help other alcoholics to achieve sobriety. We need to share the inspiration with others because receiving is giving. They are synonymous. Show me a person who doesn't give, and I'll show you a person who's likely not to receive. And if they do, they're receiving the wrong thing, or it certainly is not going to be in the portion that they would otherwise receive if God knew they were going to give, right? That's why I believe I have abundance in my life. The abundance in my life is indescribable, but I believe I'm given abundance because God, as I understand God, 
knows that I am going to give it away. So I'm in a constant state of receiving because I'm always looking for the opportunity to share it. And I hope that's been your experience as well. And then the next thing is, and the final thing is, staying inspired. How do we stay inspired? Because if if I have something that works, then of course, you know my middle name is more, I will want more of it. I want to stay inspired. Just like my recovery, I am recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Now, to stay recovered, I need to stay in recovery. To keep inspiration in getting it in number five, I need to now stay that way. I need to continue to refresh and to fill my cup. So here's what I do to stay inspired. End each day with an inspirational thought or memory from the day. End each day with an inspirational thought or memory from the day. And you would say, why would you start with the end of one day and not the beginning of another. Well, Stephen Covey, and I love this reverse engineering standpoint, the Bible even says before you start a project, count the cost. Stephen Covey says think first with the end in mind. Think first with the end in mind. So if I want to start my day a particular way, don't I need to end the previous day a particular way that would be consistent? Makes sense to me. So I want to end each day with an inspirational thought or memory from the day. Then I want to start the next day with inspiration before getting out of bed. This is really important. Uh, Steve Harvey, who I'm a big fan of Steve Harvey, if you've never caught some of his inspirational and motivational talks, you got to YouTube this cat. Steve Harvey, he's brilliant and, and he's hilarious. He's, Steve Harvey is really a funny guy, but he's brilliant and so insightful. And if you're not a fan of his already, become a fan and, and understand some of the spiritual, mental, and emotional depth and how Steve will really get me to challenge me. And one of the things that he says is, is to start my day even before I get out of bed because the thoughts that I have in getting out of bed will determine how I feel about that. So even before, right after I awake, before I even get out of bed, I tell myself I'm going to have a good day and just sets the stage. And that's what I want to do here. I want to, I want to be inspired before I even get out of bed. I want to have something to look forward to. You know, fortunately, 
Laura and I had this amazing marriage. I'm so blessed. Uh, Laura and I have been together uh, going on 32 years now, over 31 years married and 32 years of together forever. And I'm the happiest guy on the planet. I'm totally overpaid. And if, you, if you've if met Laura, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, as beautiful as she is, uh, the type of person she is is even more remarkable. She just blows me away. But I'm inspired because I most always see her first, and and I'm just inspired by the fact that there's so much love between her and me. There's also so many other things because I my days are very busy. There's plan. There's there's things that I've got to do and encourage each other in. And and I just started a new group page with Welcome Home Sober Living in Southern California and some of the other individuals that I'm that I'm working with as their life or sober coach. And so I'm inspired even before I get out of bed because I know that my day is going to be a good one. Like, remember the podcast from the other day? Uh, and, and I use the Sanskrit from the Kalidasa, look to this day, and that's exactly what I do. So I start the next day with inspiration before getting out of bed. The next thing I do is I feel a deep sense of gratitude for another day to be inspired. You know, when you come from places like you and I come from, the amount of gratitude that we have should be overwhelming. If someone asks us to talk very long about what happened to us, I think we should be drawn to tears. I think what happens to you and me is so monumental. We, we're in the middle of a miracle. We were throwing everything away to get drunk or to get high or to engage in a behavior that was separating and destroying everything that was real to us, everything that was important to us. And yet we have recovered and we have become well. And now, if that doesn't cause you to be grateful, I'm very sorry for you. And I don't know how you're staying clean and sober without that emotional regard and gratitude. My friend Angie, Angie T, she's a single mom and over four years clean now, and she's got a couple boys, and she works so hard as a single mom, and one of her sons is a special needs son, and I'm so proud of her. And in the midst of all of that strife and challenge, just by being a single mom, but then being a single mom of a special needs child, I don't even understand what that's like in terms of the burden and and the care and the concern. But her gratitude is so deep. And, And I think ours needs to be as well. Gratitude for another day to be inspired. The next thing is begin looking at all things as a source of inspiration all things as a source of inspiration. And if we look at all things as a source of inspiration, and I'm not saying everything inspires us, but it can. We don't know. 
We don't know what's going to inspire us necessarily or not. I mean, there's certain obvious things like, you know, my children, my grandchildren, a good book, prayer and meditation, some time with God, extra time with Laura. You know, there's a lot of things. You know, talking to my friend Thomas Polychuk, great musician, by the way, follow him on Instagram, or my friend Chaz and all that he's doing, and Chris T, and 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 all the relationships with uh, with Wendy, and th- those things, you know, they, they, they inspire me. I look to those obvious things, but some of the greatest inspiration comes from the subtlety of things that I need to look deeper into and explore. Don't discount anything, especially the things that we might not agree with going in. Look to everything as a source of inspiration. And then finally, share with others the inspiration that you have found. Again, going back to sharing. Sharing is caring. I know that sounds goofy and very cliche, but it's really true. If you care, you will share. And every time I share, it deepens my degree of care. So share with others the inspiration you have found, and we get to see a deeper sense of that which inspired us, because now we see it affecting other people. Again, the number of people affected by our inspiration is only limited by our personal outreach. Share with others the inspiration you have found. When we do this, our lives stay focused and inspired. We will feel the energy and joy of of really each passing moment, and we will be blessed by others as others will be blessed by us. Find out the inspiration that that inspires. Become the best possible version of you that you can be. And I am sure that that will inspire you to greatness. Hey, thank you so much. Please go to recoveryguy.org. Please go to recovery underscore guy on Instagram. Please download the blogs. Please share the podcast with others. Find me on Facebook, The Recovery Guy. Let me know how we can help you with this recovery movement. Sign up on the website to get uh, August newsletter. Susie already sent me her copy of Susie Says. You won't want to miss Susie. She's, she's worth it just hearing her approach from the Al-Anon side of things. Share these with your friends. Learn how to incorporate these things in your daily life. Even though I come from an alcoholic and drug addict and other behavioral challenges, you notice I don't talk a lot about addiction per se. I talk about learning how to live because my defense against that first drink or that first drug is making sure that my relationship with God is right and everything else falls into place after that. And it's all about living, learning how to live one day at a time to become the best possible version of me that I can possibly be. Thank you again for joining us. And as always, my name is Robert and I am the Recovery Guy.